Hello and welcome to the Maluli Asset Management Podcast for July 24th, 2013. This is Brendan and today Tom and I are going to talk about something that we've spoken about before in podcasts, which is the point that we work with discount brokers here at Maluli Asset Management. But we kind of want to expand on that and explain more what the differences are between discount brokers and full service brokers. Right, Tom? Exactly right. And there's plenty of them. Yeah, oh, definitely. So we're going to start off by talking about full-service brokers and what you can expect when you're working with one. I was kind of surprised. You know, I was uh, working on the full-service side for 16 years before I started Maluli Asset Management back in 2002. Um, I'm still surprised that today the commission structure is still very high at these full-service firms. Uh, you can expect that when you're buying or selling a stock, that your commission is going to be somewhere in the high 1% to close to 2%. It's crazy. It really is crazy when you think about it. Uh, And all they're doing is they're putting in a buy or a sell ticket, and most times they're doing it right on their computer. They're doing it online. They're just clicking a few buttons. So the other thing... uh, with the full service brokerage is that you're going to find that in many cases, not all, but in many cases, it's full full fee brokers. Um, if you want to get a check from your brokerage account for all the interest and dividends that it accumulated last month, uh, there's a brokerage firm that everybody has heard of uh, that charges $5 to send out your own interest and dividends. You I mean, really need that $5? That's insane. Uh, most of these firms will charge an annual IRA fee. There's really uh, no justification for that. Uh, if you want to get a checkbook to write checks out of your account, you have to pay an annual fee anywhere from 75 to $200 for that. So the fees are really high in addition to the commissions. Another thing when you're dealing with the full service firm is that they're going to expect that you're going to be or already are a high net worth client. And there's a a lot we can talk about with that, but they really do expect you to bring all of your assets to one place. Now, uh, Brendan, you and I have talked about research before, you know, before we turned on the microphone here. Uh, I can tell stories about the times where I'd be driving to the office and I would hear, uh, today at Morgan Stanley, they upgraded this stock or downgraded that stock, and we didn't even, I didn't even get to the research call yet, but they've already released this information to the public. It used to be that uh, the research was proprietary and very tight-lipped, and they only gave it out to clients, but it seems to be that you can get the information anywhere. Especially now with all the information out on the internet and stuff. Yeah, I so. think the internet has really leveled the playing field yeah. with, with um, full-service brokers. So as a result of working with you know, private clients and doing some financing, occasionally they're going to have initial public offerings. That's when a company issues stock for the first time. Uh, there used to be a lot of business uh, through the 1990s, uh, now, not so much. We still get the occasional uh, initial public offering like a Facebook last year, but they're really, um, it's not as big a business as it used to be. So the other thing with full service brokers is that there's a limited selection of funds, mutual funds, to buy. A lot of times they will recommend the house brand, 
you know, Morgan Stanley Fund or a Merrill Lynch Fund, uh, but you'll also, also hear the names uh, Putnam, you'll hear the names American Funds, you'll hear these names because these fund families have selling agreements with the big brokerage firms, with the full service firms. But if a client calls up and says, hey, I want to put some money into that Vanguard fund, they can't do it. Yeah. So they they'll don't actually send them to Vanguard. They'll send business elsewhere. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Uh, they'll tell them, hey, we can't buy it for them. And if a client's totally dead set on buying a Vanguard fund, uh, they'll have to send them a check and send them on their way to Vanguard, yeah. which is really kind of crazy when you think about it. Right. There's a lot of differences between full-service brokers and discount brokers. So what can you expect with a discount broker? Okay, discount broker is not free, but like the name implies, they're discount brokers. Uh, when you are buying a stock with a discount broker, you can expect you know, some commissions as low as a couple of dollars, uh, maybe $10 or $15 when you're buying a stock or an exchange-traded fund. However... Uh, most of these discount brokers, Brendan, now they expect you to be clicking the buttons online and doing this yourself. If you call a uh, call into Charles Schwab or TD Ameritrade, and they're the two ones that we use primarily here at the right. firm, if you happen to need to call a broker at one of these firms to place a trade, they will charge you, you know, some cases forty or forty-five dollars mm -hmm. to place those trades. So you have to be aware that they're expecting you to be doing this yourself. So like that, a lot of the service-oriented items, like uh, getting your interest in dividends each month, um, having an IRA account, those things are free. You don't, they should be free. And they should be, you're right. You, you shouldn't have to pay for that sort of thing. Even if you want to get a checkbook for your account, in many cases, it's free. There are some fees that, are, that do come with discount brokers, but the, compared to what you find over at the full service firms, you can't sneeze without paying a fee over at the full service firms. <laughs> So there are no minimums to invest. If you've got a hundred bucks and you want to open up an account at a discount broker, you can go to the website and just set it up. It's really easy to do. It's especially good for somebody who's just starting to save money too. Yeah, you know, we've we've talked to so many people in our practice that are young couples with kids who are trying to sock money away for college. And they're, they're getting turned away from the big brokerage firms because they just don't have the assets that they're really looking for. But if you're really looking to sock money away, this could be a really good outlet uh, for you. The interesting thing I found out about research when I became uh, an investment advisor, leaving the full service firm and going to uh, the investment advisor side, was that you can get research from a lot of different sources at a discount firm and they've, they've actually turned out to be a good filter. You can set up and screen reports that come in from all the different brokerage firms. So there's plenty of information and tools on their websites to really help you, um, you know, get zoomed in on what you're looking to do. Occasionally these discount brokers are going to participate in the IPOs, but they don't have investment banking side of the business, so they're not going to have an IPO. But it, when there's a really big one, occasionally there is going to be some stock around. There's no limitations on what you want to invest in with a discount firm. So if you've got a particular fund that's issued by JP Morgan and you want to buy it, you can get it through your discount firm. 
If you've got a no-load fund like a Vanguard fund, you don't have to open an account at Vanguard. You can just own it right through a, dis a discount brokerage account at TD Ameritrade or Charles Schwab or E-Trade, Scott Trade. There's a lot of other options that are out there. So when we talk about these different securities in these podcasts, we want to make sure that you know that none of the securities that we mention in any of our podcasts represent a past specific recommendation of Maluli Asset Management. And this video is not a recommendation to buy or sell any of the securities that we're mentioning either. But more importantly, if you're relying on a podcast for investment advice, we think you might be making a big mistake. And so we strongly urge our listeners to consult with their investment advisor before making any kind of decisions to buy or sell an investment. Now, if you don't have an investment advisor, we'd be happy to help you out. You can find us on the web at maluli.net, or you can call us at 732-223-9000. Okay, that's all we have for this week. Hopefully you have a good understanding now of full service brokers and discount brokers and what to expect from each of them. And we'll be back next week with a new topic. Thanks for listening.